What's up, everybody? We are going to go ahead and finish up this Dolphins Niners game before we finish the uh, or begin the state of the or the AFC East here. Um, we have five fifty one left in the game, and then the show show will actually begin. But until then, we're going to see what the um, division rankings are going to look like. So the intro will begin at that point in time, and I will I have the game on on the screen here. And we'll be watching the game, and I'll commentate for you guys a little bit. I might be a little behind you guys because it's uh, it's on my Xbox, and you know the consoles always have just a little bit of delay. So we'll see what's up. But right after that, I will go into my intro, and then we will discuss the state of the AFC East. So right now, we are finishing this game. You guys get to do a little bit of live football with Izzy, and I get to do it with you guys. I love it. It's the first time, you know, maybe something I want to do again later. So let's see where we go. The Bills take the lead in the AFC East. The Dolphins cannot overcome this. A little Coca-Cola for me. Ah. And it is currently uh, a six-point game, 23-17. to 17. Brock Purdy has played a pretty decent game, 25-35, uh, 198, two touchdowns, one interception. Tua's got, I think, over 300 yards now, but he's got two touchdowns, two turnovers, or two interceptions. I don't know if he had any fumbles, so I didn't see the whole game. Uh, I thought the game was going to be after my stream, but you know what? It's, you know, it's going on a 430 game. I thought it was later game, but, uh, you know, it's now. So we are blessed to finish this game together, see what the state of the division is going to be, um, ranking-wise, and then we can go into the teams and see how each team is doing. And I'm happy to break that down. My man Ryan Smiley in the comments already saying the Bills will win the AFC East, and my man Ken Boomhauer. Happy Sunday, Izzy. Happy Sunday to you, my friend. This is this is a, this is is an exciting game. Let's see what happens. Let's go Niners. <laughs> the Niners have been my second favorite teams for a long time, so to see any other team beat the Dolphins, you know. Let's go. See, Buffalo Bills win by 23 points. AFC winners. Let's go. Oh, another game that will affect this team is the uh, Chiefs game. We'll see how they're doing right now. Scores. Let's see what we're doing here. Let's see how the Cincinnati Bengals are doing. We want the Bengals to win this game for playoff seating. Purposes and the Bengals are currently down by three. They have the ball left with six eighteen left. You know what? After this game, we might finish that that Bengals uh, Chiefs game because there's more time left in that game than this one, and we'll see. We'll see what's up. Uh, yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, the the Niners are currently driving uh, three forty three left. The Niners rush yards killing them eighty six to thirty three for the Dolphins. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This will help the Bills. You know, other teams, you know, help sometimes within the division, and that's what it is. All right, Brock Purdy is uh, under center. And listen, they're going to run the ball. They're going to try and run this clock. Toss. Debo Samuel finds a crease, gets the first down out of bounds. Let's go. Let's go. Debo is pumped. woo Let's go. Let's go. Tua turned the ball over, is back in this game with two interceptions. It was beautiful. Back-to-back -back plays, too. So 
So he threw the ball, interception. They kick a field goal, I believe it was. And then on the very next drive, first play, two throws a pick. So let's go. Let's freaking go. We've got the replay happening. It was a nice block. I, I couldn't see who it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This game right here helps us in the AFC East. And timeout by the Niners. They were about to have a delay of game. They can't afford that right now. They need to have these uh, first downs be 10 yards. Let's go. Uh-oh, we had a game break. Uh, the Seahawks and the Rams. The Seahawks are losing to the Rams right now. And they just scored a touchdown. Jalen Ramsey could not contain DK Metcalf in the end zone. Let's go. I mean, I don't care, but it's nice to see somebody like Geno Smith make it, you know, doing his thing. And he might he might earn himself an extension after this year. I think Geno Smith is good enough to run that team. Not every team needs a franchise quarterback. Sometimes a really good defense and good weapons will make a average to, you know, above average quarterback play well. Uh, look at Brock Purdy today. He's got a good all-star cast with Ayuk, uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, check He's got uh, Kittle and Debo. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. Uh, McCaffrey, and their other running back, I forget his name. They traded Jeff Wilson over to the Dolphins, so it's not him. McCaffrey's at the ball, taking it up the middle. He's going to get the first down and more. Let's go. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, uh, uh, 11. Down at the 11. Let's go, let's go, let's go. C-Mac, let's go. Uh, you love to see it. You love to see the Dolphins get pummeled in the run game. The Niners got to be over... Uh, over 100 yards rushing now, so hell's yeah. Let's see what we do. Always Coca-Cola. Stiff arm him. End him. They had the whole Dolphins defense running right, and then he cuts it back to the left and has just one dude to beat. He doesn't beat him, but he does, does stiff arm him to the ground and go down with him at the 11. So here we go. Let's see what these Niners are going to do. If they get a touchdown here, this game is basically over. That means that the Dolphins would have to score twice and touchdowns at that uh, within the next – there's 3.05 left, so it's funny, 3.05. You know, Miami's 3.05. We'll call this an omen. 3.05 is over there in San Francisco. It's 3.05 left on the clock, and it's the Niners' ball in the red zone. I mean, they kick a field goal right now, and the Dolphins still have to score twice to win this game. And that is not impossible because they have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I don't know if Waddle's playing. I haven't seen him all game. But I also don't care enough to look. So we'll see. I just need these Niners to go in there. We got some more comments here. Tomasina Wileto. Go Niners. you damn right. Number one, Buffalo. you damn right. If, if, look, if the Dolphins lose this game, the Niners win this game, Bills go number one in the division. No tie, no tiebreaker, no nothing. We'll see the Jets next week. We whoop that ass in Buffalo. We see the Dolphins the week after that. We whoop that ass in Buffalo. And we should win out. The only team that I think that could beat us going forward is the Bengals. So, yeah, hey, I'm pumped. Let's finish these two games. Uh, let me go ahead and see what's going on with the uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are down by three to the Bengals. 319 left in that game. The Bengals are up 27-24, and the Bengals now have the ball. So that would be... Amazing, because that would put the, the Chiefs, uh, whereas that would put the Chiefs, if they lose, to 9-3, and three, just like us, and we have the tiebreaker over them. We would be number one in the AFC. Today could not be a better Sunday. 
the Dolphins and the Chiefs both lose, we take we go back to number one in the AFC, not the AFC East, but the AFC. Brock Purdy goes down. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chippiness. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, when we played the Dolphins, there was a uh, a grabbing incident with Christian Wilkinson or Wick Wilkins. And uh, today he had one against Debo where he, like, rode his backside to the sideline with his face planted firmly between Debo's cheeks. So take that for what it's worth. The, uh, the, the, the Dolphins, Christian Wilkins knows no bounds. Yeah. Anyway, we got some more comments here. So one game at a time, fellas. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yep, we going. They just might field goal the Chiefs, or just missed field goal Chiefs. Okay, so Chiefs missed the field goal to tie the game. Butker really, or not Butker, what's his name? Uh, Butker. But rarely misses. Um, and we got this perfect Sunday for it. Yes. Yes, we do. Debo Samuel makes it. We got miss. Number two for the Dolphins. Cuts it up field. There's a flag. Damn it, it's coming back. Or the, either that, or they're going to let him kick field goal. And then, you know. They accepted the penalty. All right. So 10 yards. Time off the clock. They could have. Four, they're still in field goal range, even with that 10 yard penalty. Let's go. Okay. See what we're doing here. It was on Kittle, it looks like. Okay. Perfect Sunday for us. Yes. Yes. LOL. You're damn right I'm laughing out loud. Let's go. Tua turn the ball over. is back. He's back to turning the ball over. It's third and 31. Robbie Gold's on the sideline doing the whole De La Hoya stretch as if he's going to get punched in the face. I don't know if the uh, Dolphins have Ike and Kapali on their team, but I don't see you getting punched in the face, brother. We just need to see the Niners get some yards here and, and you know, make the field goal a little easier. We're good to go. McCaffrey gets the ball, gains two, brings him to the 30, it looks like. All right, Robbie Gold, we just need you to kick this field goal, make it a nine-point game, and then the Dolphins are going to have to score twice in two and a half. If it's me, I drain this clock down as far as I can. I don't take the penalty, though. I try and kick it. Two-minute warning ensues, and the Dolphins, they have – I don't think they have any timeouts. From what I'm looking at, the way it looks, it's a little grainy over there. Bobby Gold, it's up and it's right down Broadway. Bingo! Let's go! Let's go! We're gonna have a commercial break here. I'm gonna check this uh Chiefs game real quick. Uh, the Bengals are still doing their thing. I'm gonna click that one directly. So I have just that one because I had all the scores up there. I don't care about the other ones. These two games are the ones that matter. 307 left. The Bengals have the ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Queefs. Let's go, baby. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Just waiting for them to uh, kick this ball now. This is exciting. Yes, it is. Cannot wait. And away we go. Let's turn the volume down on that. So it is second and seven. Bengals ball. Uh, 3.02 left in that game. I've got the Niners up by nine. 2.03 left. Oof. So close, guys. Three minutes for the 49ers to win and the Bengals to keep the lead. Yes, sir. And win. We're going to have to see how um, how we match up against the Bengals because we may see them in the playoffs instead of the Chiefs. If they, let's say the Bills, you know, uh, let's say we take number one overall in the, uh, in the AFC, right? We get the first round by. The Chiefs are going to be two. The Titans are going to be either four or three. And the, the Bengals, oh, the Bengals could win a division still, and this game would help. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this a, is this a touchdown for Niners? Ooh-wee! So if they call this a fumble, I couldn't really tell. Uh, I was, you know, looking at you guys, looking at my screen up here. Wow, what a choke artist to turn the ball over is. That would be three turnovers in this game at least. Let's see. Who gets around? Who gets around? Is it Bosa? Bosa gets around. Yep, that's a fumble. That is a fumble and a touchdown. Let's go, Niners. Let's go. Ooh, look at this. I got Rosie Santa Claus cheeks, baby. Let's go. We don't have easy games next week, Jets, then Miami. Ah, stop it. Those are easy games for us. We're, we're gonna, we're, it's, it's not going to be the same. The the Vikings kind of gave us a blueprint uh, on how to go about beating the Jets. Dink and dunk a little bit, and then hit them deep when you can with your elite wide receiver, which is for us, Stefan Diggs. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens, man. We got a little mini buyer. Guys get healthy. When we played the, uh, the, the Jets and the Dolphins. We weren't really healthy. We got Trey White back, right? Last time we had Trey White, we didn't have Von Miller last year, right? But we had Trey White. We had Poyer. Milano. We had Edmonds. I mean, no one we're missing really is Hyde, but Hamlin's been playing well. Uh, we got Epinesa Groot. Epinesa's been playing well. I mean, was Von out? He had a sack last week. Got to give Epinesa his props. Uh, then we got to look at uh, – what is it? uh their defense, I, I see. I don't see it being like a blowout like it was last year. It was like thirty-three to seven or something like that. And I don't remember the exact score, but we beat them pretty bad. I, I think the Bills will beat the Jets next week, twenty-three to ten. But we'll get into that. No worries. We'll get into that. If I'm, if I'm just riffing off the top of my head right now because we're watching these games. Bengals just got a first down. Patrick's on the sideline, looking you know all sleepy-eyed like Patrick from SpongeBob. Let's go. Say, uh, say, no game is easy. Don't sleep on them. I can sleep on them all I want because I don't play the games. It is important that the Bills don't sleep on them. I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm sleeping on them because, first of all, I'm a fan. You know, I may be in here calling games and 
and you know giving my opinions and then looking at the facts and giving you facts and you know the Jets defense is no joke. They're definitely no joke. Sauce Gardner, uh, I think it's DJ Reed, freaking Mosley's playing well. Uh, Quan Alexander, safeties are pretty good, but I, I think they might have lost Quinnen Williams today. So that's that's a hefty loss on that D line. That is a hefty loss in that D line. So we got the Bengals win. Bills take the top seed. Woo-wee. Baltimore, man, eight and four right behind us. But we beat them too. So if we tie with them, we take it. So let's say it goes the way it is right now. That means that Kansas City would be second and they'll play the Jets. The Dolphins will play the Titans and the Bengals will play the Ravens. That's one hell of a lineup for Super Wildcard Weekend. Hell of a lineup. We're still reviewing this play. We'll see what it is. We're going to see what it is. All right. The Bengals burrows back, drops, and he takes a sack. Takes a sack. It's third down. All right. All right. All right. And the Niners looks like they looks like they got that. That touchdown counts. Beautiful. Beautiful. Dolphins are done. They're freaking done. That ain't even working right now. That's a habit. Put that over there. So the hookah over here. It's not even lit. <laughs> but when I watch ball, usually I have the hookah lit. So there we go. All right, all right. So, Skylar Thompson's in there. Interception. Let's go, Niners. This game is over. It is over. 33-17, Niners. Blowout. Blowout. And they can take knees and finish the game, I believe. Let's freaking go. If that doesn't pump you up, I don't know what does. Let's freaking go. Okay, we got. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and close that. Uh, that Dolphins versus Niners game because uh, it's over. We're closing it out. That's done. The game is over. And we'll go to the Chiefs Bengals on the screen now here, so I can stop switching screens from you guys. Let's freaking go. Freaking love it. What a great Sunday for us. All right. Close that. And we got back to you guys. Here we go. So this other game here. Dolphins and, or Dolphins and Niners, that game's over. It's a wrap. Niners got the ball left. They're up by three scores now, I believe. It's 33-17. That's... 16, that's two scores still technically, but they're not getting that. If it's me, I'd, I'd kneel the ball. Take as much time off the clock as I can, kneel the ball. That's what they're going to do. They'll punt on the ball one more time. You can get a little chip touchdown if you want to. No one cares. No one cares. That game is over. They need two touchdowns, two uh, two-point conversions to tie it. That's a wrap. All right, so now Bengals 
Chiefs. Two minutes left. Third and 11. Chiefs have the ball. Uh, they're only up by three. And we already know what the bank the Chiefs can do with you know very little time. You know, we don't we don't need to see that crap again. But the Bengals defense, very, very good against the Chiefs. All right, Joe Burrow is dropping the back in the shotgun. 83 is in motion from left to right. He's set. Burrow takes a snap. Burrow unleashes it and caught. Caught. T. Higgins salts this one away, looks like. The Chiefs have zero timeouts left. They cannot stop the clock. This game is a wrap. Put a condom on it. Wrap it up. Let's go. We're going to finish this out because, you know, someone can screw the pooch and fumble a uh, a snap on a uh, on a kneel down. Let's go. Let's freaking go. We're going to wait to clock, clock triple zeros. I'll hit my intro, and we'll make this show the greatest Sunday resident report that we've had in a while because Izzy is pumped. Sorry, speaking for the third person, I am pumped. It's not usually my personality to do that, but you know what? Screw it. Let's go. Woo! If I look at it again, I'm going to look at it again. Chiefs will be two. Bengals are tied with the Ravens in their division. What's their division record? The Bengals actually take the division lead. The Bengals uh, surpass the Ravens in the division. Because the Bengals will be four and one in division, and the Ravens are already four and two. So with a with a uh, win here, the Bengals will be the number three seed, and the Titans will be the number four seed. Let's update this real quick. These standings, the conference. No, 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 no. We need you. We need this thing to hurry up. We're already updated for the Bills. Dolphins are eight and four. So are the Bengals, but the Bengals jump up to three. Okay, so Buffalo, number one seed. They had the Bengals in the uh, in the wild card for some strange reason, even though the against the Ravens uh, division record. Unless there's a head to head thing going on that I don't know about. But yeah, no, the, the the Bengals should jump the Ravens with the record four and one in the division versus four and two. Let's refresh and see how they fixed it. If they fixed it, they have not fixed it yet. Okay, whatever. We'll wait. But let's say I'm wrong and the the Ravens would maintain their spot there. That means that the Jets again will play the Chiefs. The Ravens will play the Bengals, and the Dolphins will play the Titans. Oof. It's a hell of a wild card weekend. But if you flip it, you flip the Bengals and the and the Ravens, it's the same thing. They just play in a different place. As of now, that will be how it concludes right now. So let's go ahead and kill this nonsense here. Boop, boop. The show that is intended... Is about to start. 49ers and Bengals. Bills are the number one seed in the AFC. Let's go. I'm about to do this junk like I'm a pro freaking wrestler. Hit my music.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Red Zone Report. I'm your man, Izzy, the host of said show. It is Sunday, uh, the 4th of December. Tomorrow's my brother's birthday. Remind me, everybody, to say happy birthday to my younger brother, Marcial. He's usually in my comments. Got to hit him up and see him tomorrow uh, on my route from work. This is a wonderful, wonderful Sunday for us Bills fans. Let's freaking go. Hell yes. All right. So I got some, some questions here. Um, but before I get to those, this Red Zone Report here is sponsored by PLB Sports Entertainment, the makers of the Josh's Jacks right here and right there. And they also produce Stefan Diggs' hot sauce and Josh Allen's coffee. So thank you to them for bringing you this show. Thank you to Built in Buffalo for allowing me to be as wild and crazy as I am on these shows. Thank you for you guys tuning in. I appreciate all of you guys. This feels like the end of a show, but it is not. This is the start. Let's go. So, got some questions here. I'm going to go ahead and answer them real quick. Kim says, Bills are number one again, baby. That's not even a question. Thank you, 49ers. Thank you, Bengals. Thank you, indeed. We're taking the Bengals again. Let's go. So, do we need Ron, uh, Von Miller right now or save him for later? Uh, the Bills are saving him for later. That's what's actually happening. I don't necessarily think we need him right now. Uh, and it, it sounds a little, um, what's the word here I'm looking for? Um, arrogant, which I don't mean to be, right? But last year we did what we did without Von Miller, right? Uh, we had Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison along with AJ Epinesa, uh, Groot, and Basham. This year we replaced Jerry Hughes and um, – and uh, I just said his name, Mario Addison, with Shaq Lawson and Von Miller. And by doing so, uh, we've been better against the run and added more sacks, right? Now, one thing that Von Miller's addition and Shaq Lawson's addition has done is Shaq Lawson has been healthy, and he's been a monster uh, rushing the quarterback from the inside, but also stopping the run. He's... And he's not been playing on the inside. He's been doing mostly stunts to get to the inside and do his job there. Uh, he's had some stops on the outside, too, you know, depending on what he sees and how the defense reads it, uh, whatever Milano and Edmund see, and they relay it to the safeties. And if the safety sees it, they'll relay it back to them. The communication of his defense is beautiful, right? But Shaq Lawson has been integral for this defense. Like, he's been a value piece to this defense. Uh, we need Von Miller when we play the Chiefs, if and when we play the Chiefs. And that means that the Chiefs – give me one second, please. Uh, my son's over there in his goblin cave playing video games, and I had to, you know, tell him to be quiet. So, guys, Von, we're going to be okay without Von Miller. We won a bunch of games without him, including the playoffs. Uh we need him against the Chiefs. That's really who he's for. So, no. What a day, indeed. Couldn't have scripted the weekend any better. No, you couldn't have. No one could. So I got everything I wanted for Christmas today. Calm down. Calm down. We still have another month of football before we get the playoffs. The Bills have to do their damn job, right? Injuries happen. We don't need any of those. Knock on wood. Yeah. Bills went out is, is what I'm hoping for. Because uh, I don't know if the Chiefs lose another game. So we need to win out. He is out on IR. Yep, we just discussed that. You are correct. The actuality of him being out 
I think shows the Bills' confidence in the rest of the guys in AJ Epinesa, Shaq Lawson, uh, Groot, and Boogie Basham, who've all played, you know, well. They've all played well. They haven't been playing great, but they played well. You know, the week after we put Von Miller on IR, Epinesa gets a sack, and, and Shaq is blowing up runs. I love it. So, yeah, it's fine. Bring back Sha- bring back uh, Von Miller when he has some time, after he has some time to rest. Let him get that knee on ice. Uh, you know, it's, it's a partial tear of his lateral meniscus. Uh, basically a strain or a sprain. A sprain is a partial tear. Uh, was in the Army long enough to learn that from all the injuries I sustained there um, and in reading medical you know, journals and stuff like that. It's basically a severe sprain. Uh, give him his four weeks. Let the guy rest. You know, hit the hot tub, hit the uh, the cold tub, do all he's got to do, come back. So, well, three more, three more weeks as of now at least. Amen. Amen. Week by week. Game by game. Is OBJ the next Amazon headquarters? Uh, what? I swear the Lynx teams are going to, to him to get him just a bit much. Okay, so if you look at the teams that are doing so, the three teams that are involved in the OBJ thing, and it looks like the Giants are out of it. It looks like it's basically the Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. Both these teams are trying to get that last piece to win the Super Bowl. That last piece to get an edge over their opponents. And that's the Bills and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are playing exemplary football right now. Uh, the Cowboys are currently, if I go to division, currently second in the division. They're 8-3 and three behind the 11-1 Eagles. They're playing very good football. So they, they're looking for that piece to set them over the top. And OBJ is good, and Dak Prescott is good. He's not great, but he, Dak Prescott is good. If you give him another top weapon like that, it's going to be hard to guard him and CeeDee Lamb, plus Gallup. So, yeah. It's gonna. It's really gonna be about, you know, where he thinks he can win and where he can get the most money. He's. He. I think he's looking for a balance personally. I don't think he's looking for just one thing. I think there's gonna be a lot of circumstances that are gonna be met by a team. All right. Let's see. Oliver is a beast lately. Look, Oliver's having a career year. He wants to get paid, and I don't blame him. But he probably won't get paid till the year after. Like so, next year in the off season, that's probably when they'll start working on his deal. We'll see. Uh, 49ers backup played damn well. He outplayed Tua, turned the ball over, who had three turnovers. Said, we control now. Yes, we are in control now of our own fate. We are in control of the AFC East. We are in control of the AFC. It's on us. It's on the Bills. Let's go, boys. It's on y'all. Go out there and win these games. I don't care if you win by three points. I don't care if you win by 17. I don't care if you blow them out. Just win the damn game. Let's go out there and win games. All right, so got the comments, the questions before the show. Let's go ahead and get into this. Now, for our division, the Buffalo Bills are nine and three. The Miami Dolphins are eight and four. The New York Jets are seven and five. And the New England Patriots are six and six. All right, so division records the Bills are one and two. The Dolphins are two and one. The Jets are two and two. And the Patriots are two and two. Now, we win next week. That puts us at two and two in the division. The Jets drop two and three. We're not going to sweep the Dolphins or the Jets, obviously, because we lost to them once already. But if we beat those two teams, we split with them. We can go ahead and go four and two in the division and be fine for the playoff run and take this division and be done with it. That's basically all we got to do. If we beat the Dolphins and the Jets, that basically puts us ahead of them 
insurmountably. They're going to have to do some outstanding stuff, and we're going to have to choke hard to, to not win this division. Now, uh, points for the Bills is 333. The Dolphins are 40, uh, 34 points behind us at 299. The Jets at 252, and the, the Patriots are at 249. So the not that far behind, but you know, far enough to, to matter. Uh, Bills 209 points against. The Dolphins have allowed 288 points. So in a division, the Dolphins have the most points against them. The Bills have the least, 209. Then the Jets, 223. And their defense is solid. The Jets are freaking outstanding. The Patriots, 226. Not far behind the Jets. Their defense is pretty solid, too. Um, I'm not really scared of either of those defenses. We're going to see them both again. Uh, the Bills record home is 4-1 and one and 5-2 and two on the road. So I don't know why people keep talking about like the Bills road warriors you know like we're, we're warriors all around we win at home and away we only got three losses and they're both by they're all there by eight points total so who cares bring it conference record six and two for us six and two for the dolphins five and four for the jets five and three for the patriots you know the patriots are not out of the playoff race they're not if you look at the conference right uh, it's the bills the chiefs the ravens the titans the dolphins the bengals and the the jets the Patriots are two games out or two teams out. Chargers are six and five. They play this weekend. And the Patriots are six and six, right? So if the Chargers lose, the Patriots effectively could move ahead of them, I think. Let's see. Conference record for the Chargers four and three. Patriots are five and three. Yeah. So if the Chargers lose today, the Patriots step over them and are one game out. One game out, and that's 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 two losses by you know the Jets or the uh the Bengals, you know, like or not the Bengals, uh, but just by the Jets. So the Patriots can take the number seven slot if we beat the, pa- the Jets next week and the Patriots win their game. The Patriots are in, so this AFC is getting tight, it's getting tight. It looks, it looks like we're gonna have three teams from our division in said playoffs, so it's this, this is gonna be a show these last few weeks. It's gonna be a show these last few weeks. Let's see, uh, let's see, production from Gabe Davis has been down lately. You think he turns it around? Look, I hope he does. He he usually lights it up in the playoffs, and that's Gabe Davis's game. You know, like he he does have a case of the drops, and he always has. But this year has been bad. It's like seventeen percent of his targets are drops. Now there needs to be a little measure about that. Um, but you know, seventeen percent of them are drops. That's that's big. That's big. Uh, that means that the rest of them are either catches or Josh missed him. See, ours to lose, we won't. We got this. I, hey, I'm with you, bro. I think we're going to win this division, too. I've been telling Dolphins fans, they'll be like, we're on top again. Two is so much better than Allen. Two hasn't played a good offense or defense, excuse me, all year. Even when he played us, we it was mostly backups. We were missing in that game. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Trey White wasn't playing. Uh, Ed Oliver was out with a sprained ankle. Jordan Phillips was out with a leg injury. Uh, Matt Milano, I believe, was out that game. Like it was, it was. Pardon my French. It was a shit show. More than more than fifty percent of our guys on defense that are starters did not play. Let's be real here. You, you you played our backups, not to call our backups bums, right? But as starters, they're bums. As players, no. But as as starters, yeah, they're they're, they're not starters for a reason. That's just the way it is. So the Dolphins finally had their first healthy, good defense, and they couldn't do anything. They scored, they scored 17 points, 
one of them on a on a freak chunk play to Tyreek Hill, which is gonna happen. It's Tyreek Hill, and they 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 had to deal with it against us. Tyreek Hill put up thirty points or thirty yards, excuse me, against our backups. Waddle eight, but you know, whatever. When you see us again and we're healthy, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Let's go, Buffalo. you damn right, Air Allen. One game at a time, Bills went out, and the road to the Lombardi comes through Buffalo. Yes, it does. That means every team that, has, that is in the playoffs, if they want to come go to the Super Bowl, they're going to have to come to Orchard Park. They're going to have to play the Bills in Orchard Park, and they're going to have to beat us. The only way it doesn't go through us is if we get beaten before the AFC Championship game, and that's not happening. Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Even when we had our troubles, when we were 6-3, and three, I was saying, this is what Josh Allen and the Bills do. They have a lull in the middle of the season. They peak early. They have a little lull. And even in our lull, we still won a couple of those games. It was like a five, six-game lull. And we still won half those games. Last year, when we went on our lull, we lost five games? We were like what, seven and six? And then down the stretch, we finished 11 and seven. We won most of our games on the stretch. We lost one, and it was to the Patriots. The rest of those games, we kicked ass. After that Buccaneers game, we, we, we put a bow on it and wrapped it up and kept it going. This Bills team is used to adversity. They face it head on, and they run through it, like Josh Allen through defenses. And now that we've found a spark with James Cook, what are you going to do, brother? Let's go. Like, what are you going to do? Good luck, guys. I don't really mean good luck because it's not coming. But pray to your gods. But spoiler alert, we're not answering. Home field is major for Bills. Has been a long time, even though we can win anywhere healthy. Yes, we can. We can. We. I mean, as of right now, we're technically what, better on the road. Bills on the road, four, five and two. Ah, about the same. Four and one, five and two. Same difference. Five games on the road, four and four at home. Bills can win out, call it a day. If Josh's hands weren't sweaty, we would have got we would have got the go ahead TD on that game. Hey man, that that goes for like two games, right? Because if if in the Dolphins game Josh's hands aren't sweaty, he can grip that ball better and get it to McKenzie on the sideline, and McKenzie walks in for a touchdown. Then we beat the Dolphins, so that go that goes for many other occasions. But you know what? You have to take your lumps, right? Look at the 2000 Ravens. They went, they took, they 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 had a pretty good first few games. They were five and one. They took some lumps on the way out. They ended up 12 and four that year. And after they lost their four games, once they lost their last one, after that they didn't lose another game. Went all the way out to the Super Bowl. And they weren't even number one seed that year. They they had to go through Tennessee to, to beat Tennessee. And they 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 whomped them. And that's back when it was still the AFC Central. There was no North and West, North and South. It was three divisions per conference. It was it was a lot different. It was weird because it was 31 teams. So the AFC Central had six and everybody else had five. But dude, this is this is shaping up to be glorious. And I know when I get on Facebook, the Bills. Fans are going to be talking so much crap to all the other fans, and I'm, I'm not even going to do it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to enjoy it. Like, all right, cool. We won our division game, and the rest of y'all bums lost. We won. The rest of you suckers lost. Let's go. Chris 
Cubera, let's go Buffalo. Yes, sir. Gregory Harley, KC in Buffalo in playoffs is better than in KC. It is because you're going to deal with the freaking mafia. Not just that, but you're going to have to eat our tailgate. Right? You're not going to be eating that delicious barbecue from KC, which, uh, you know, I got to give them their tailgate props to. Them boys, they be out there barbecuing and smoking briskets and doing all that good stuff. You got to come here. This hat is throwing this camera off. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I got to give them their props too. You know, they, 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 they throw one hell of a tailgate with their barbecue and, you know, their smokers and all that good stuff. And, you know, I know Bills fans go out there and have a good time. They're going to have to come over here, enjoy our wings, our bowling ball shots, uh, freaking uh, Pinto Ron's going to be out there getting shot with the freaking mustard in our parking lot. And you have to go in that stadium with a raucous Bills crowd, and you know you're not going to get that many Chiefs fans in there because if we travel that well and we go to your stadium and we pack it halfway, you know our stadium's going to be packed all the way. You're going to have Bills fans coming from places that aren't Buffalo, that aren't New York State, that aren't East Coast going to those games. Bills fans don't play. Now, I know we're like, hey, we travel well. It's not just traveling from Buffalo. Like in Detroit, there's Bills fans in Detroit. There's Bills fans everywhere. I'm in North Carolina. I've been to training camp and a game this year. Two games. So, yeah. Um, we travel well, no matter where we're at, whether we're in Florida, North Carolina, California. You pick stump stick. I don't care. The Bills travel well with their people. And when we get to moving and we're back at home, we have fans there that will pack that stadium. And we have fans from places like where I'm at that are going to come home and pack that stadium, and you're not, you're not, you are not going to overpower us in our house. That's not how that works. The Bills players and the coaches and the team overall are not the ones who protect that dirt. It's not just them. We do too. It's our stadium. It's our dirt. It's our heap of land that we will be at. Just recognize that. The Bills are not here to play with you. We're not here to play. And the Bills fans will have a good time shooting the shit, enjoying our moments, talking, and you know, spreading cheer, drinks, food, burgers, you know, wings, whatever we're making out there, having our smokers, and enjoying the time with you other fans from other teams. But just recognize once you get in that stadium, you will be outnumbered vastly in Buffalo. That's just how it is. Now, I don't know that little rant there. The Bills. The Bills. If I go to uh, our favorite PFF, right, they have us overall uh, graded as the 11th team. Our offense is 11th, our defense is 16th, and our special teams is 21st, according to PFF rating. Uh, the spread for our game against the Jets next week, is 12 points or two and a half looks like I don't know how they how they're doing this I think uh, yeah I'm confused as, as to how they're doing it. I'm not gonna yeah don't worry about that Josh Allen that elbow seems to be getting healthier and finding a nice healthy run game with James Cook and Devin Singletary splitting time is really coming true and, and, and becoming a staple of this offense where Josh Allen doesn't have to throw for 300-plus yards per game. 
we're kind of getting back to that old school Josh where we didn't need him to do all that and we were still winning games. He can, but we don't need him to. We now have some balance. We have a semblance of balance on offense where our runners are getting there. Now, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are they're, they're, they're a weird team because they're, they're really depending on their quarterback a lot, and it's, it's kind of weird. Their run game isn't really good at all. It's really not. If you look at the uh, the rushing, the Bills are the fourth best rushing team in the NFL. Then you have the Dolphins here. They are, for some reason, they don't have the number on the side. Niners, Bears, Bengals, Bills, Broncos, Browns, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, Commanders, Cowboys, Dolphins. So they're the 14th best rushing team in the NFL. And when it comes to passing, they are... Pretty far down to two. Niners, Bears, Bengals, Bills are fourth. Broncos, Browns, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, Commanders, Cowboys, Dolphins are 13th. Right. And they were missing their quarterback for a few weeks, so I get it. But still. Defense wise, we go defense. Number one defense is the Niners, then the Bears when it comes to rushing, or not rushing, but uh total yards. Niners, Bears, Bengals, Bills. Let me scroll on down. And the Dolphins are uh, see, Broncos, Browns, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, Commanders, Cowboys, Dolphins. 14th again. It's pretty sad. Pretty sad. The rushing defense. Those are fourth rushing defense. This is just crazy because there's so many teams in here that are better than the than the Dolphins all around. Man. Man, oh, man. The Bills are international. Yes, they are. You're damn right. Go Bills. One game at a time. One game at a time for sure. Look, if you, if you wanted to ask for a better weekend, I don't know how you could do that. You'd be ungrateful. <laughs> You'd be ungrateful. Bills go out there and... Put up a two-score victory over the Patriots again in Foxborough. Third time in a row in Foxborough, we beat them. Third time overall in a row, we beat them. We get the Jets and the Dolphins. We get we get to get our revenge here. Can't wait for it. Cannot wait to go out there and serve up some cold revenge to these Jets and then go out there and serve up some more cold revenge to the Dolphins. We all remember what happened last time we saw Mike White. We can I'll sleep on the, on the Jets all I want. Mike White had four interceptions against this defense when healthy. The only one we don't we're not gonna have really is Micah Hyde and um Von Miller. Everybody else is healthy. Edmonds is back, Milano's there, Trey White, Xavier Rhodes, Jordan Poyer, Taron Johnson, Groot, Boogie Basham, Shaq, Epinesa, uh Jordan Phillips, Shaq, um, Ed Oliver, Tim Settle. This defense is healthy. Good luck, guys. Good luck, Jets. I hope to see you guys struggle. The state of the AFC East goes through Buffalo now. We have three divisional games in a row, including the one we just played. And then we have the Bears on Christmas Eve. 
Let's go Bills. Monday Night Football on the 2nd of uh, January against the Bengals. And then we have the Patriots at a to-be-determined time. Now, Patriots, don't stink up the joint any more than you already have. Make it interesting. Come to Buffalo and get that ass whooped. A winner. Come to Buffalo with nine wins. Come nine and seven. Come play for that double-digit victory and then get your butt whooped and go home nine and nine and eight. Nothing will make me more happy than that. Cannot wait for this to go through. This is this is this is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Guys, the AFC East. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. And if you guys have any questions, throw them in the comments. I'm waiting for them. But guys, the AFC East, it's not over. We still got to do our jobs. The Bills got to go out there and light it up. And as healthy as they haven't been, they are more healthy now. Josh Allen's out there. Gabe Davis isn't dealing with that ankle injury he was dealing with early in the year. Diggs is playing well. McKenzie had a pretty good game against the Patriots. He led our offense. The Dolphins wide receivers, though, you know, got to give them their props, right? When it comes to to receiving, the Dolphins have two receivers in the top ten, I believe. They got Stefan Diggs is uh, go by yards. When it comes to receiving yards, Justin Jefferson is number one in the NFL, twelve seventy seven. Tyreek Hill is twelve thirty three, and Stefan Diggs is twelve oh two. Devontae Adams is at nine hundred ninety nine yards. Wow. And then Jalen Waddles at 963. So yeah, two top five receivers are on the uh, on the Dolphins. It's nothing to sneeze at. But last time we played him, we held Tyreek Hill to 30 yards. Jalen Waddle had over 100. Cool story. Uh Tyreek Hill has five touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, or not touchdowns. Uh Tyreek Hill has four touchdowns on the season. Jalen Waddle has six. Stefan Diggs has 10. 10. You can keep the yards. Give me the scores. I'll take the scores all day, every day. These bills are putting up points. Thoughts on the Bengals. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so my thoughts on the Cincinnati Bengals are they are actually underperforming most of this year. Uh, the, Beng- the Bengals brought in all these offensive linemen, and they were supposed to help, just like we did. Right? We brought in Roger Saffold. We brought in uh, Questenberry. We brought in uh, – we brought back um, Rick, Rick Bates. Uh, Mitch Morse has played outstanding this year. Uh, Deion Dawkins has played you know, pretty well this year. Spencer Brown has had up and down year. Uh, Questenberry has, has seen the field, and he's played okay. But not to the degree that we thought we would have. Same thing with the Bengals. Their offensive line has not been as good as they thought they were when they brought in Alex Capra. They haven't, they haven't been as good as they, they were supposed to be when they brought in the guys that they brought in. But they're still persevering. They're doing well. And they're, they're starting to get over that hump. They started off kind of rocky, and now the Bengals are starting to find their footing. Uh, their corners are the same guys from last year. Uh, trying to remember who they are, but uh, I know one of them is Eli Apple, and I remember him because I remember he sucked before. And then he got to the Bengals, and all of a sudden, Eli Apple played pretty well. Let me go to their page real quick so I can – there's no way I'm going to fully remember their, everything about them. Uh, team depth chart corners. Uh, Eli Apple and Cam Taylor Britt, right? Basically the same same secondary. Von Bell, Jesse Bates, 
they are built to beat the Chiefs. They always have. They've been they've been built to stop Patrick Mahomes. And the Bills defense is now two with Von Miller. We were not equipped to do it last year. We had two guys, Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace, who just were too slow to guard their corner, the receivers. And it showed. It was a shootout for a reason. We didn't have the guys who were capable of, of sticking with somebody that fast. And then they also had um, Pringle and Hardman, who were also fast. So you had Taron Johnson, who was our fastest corner on the field that day, you know, doing his best in the slot. But then you had those other guys getting smoked on the sideline. And it just wasn't pretty. And they were smoking our whole defense, the Chiefs were. But when they saw the Bengals, you had Eli Apple and, you know, his counterpart on the other side. Both of those guys ran four 440s. Our guys ran four sixes, slower than four sixes. It was like four six eight and four six six, trying to guard guys who run four two sevens. It's not going to happen, you, you know. It, they, we just weren't built for it, and now we are. Now the Bills are. Now we got Trey White back. He runs a four four. You got Xavier Rhodes out there. Taron Johnson's out there. Uh, Hamlin is a hitter. I like it. Uh, Poyer's having to take more of that Micah Hyde role, which is fine because those two are interchangeable. I thought that Hamlin would take more of the Hyde role, but it's fine. Poyer can play that role, and Hamlin can play the Poyer role, and that's that, that's A-OK. I'm fine with that. Um, Jaquan Johnson has shown he's not that great in coverage, so you have Hamlin out there taking his spot instead. Matt Milano's been a beast. Playing against the Bengals' offense, that's going to be the tough part because right? they have three outstanding wide receivers in Taj Boyd. They have uh, T. Higgins and then the superstar Jamar Chase. It's going to be a difficult game. It's not going to be an easy one. But I think the Bills' defense is now built for that, especially with that weak offensive line that they thought they built up going against our defensive line. And Von Miller is not just going to help us beat the Chiefs, but he's also going to help us beat the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to be a better challenge for us than the Chiefs, honestly, um, if, we, if we have Von back and everybody's healthy. But I'm excited for this game. See, it wasn't my pick. I'm putting my hat back on. I'm excited for these challenges that the Bills are going to face and overcome because if they do it, it's going to be such a overwhelming emotional feeling that I may cry. I'm probably if we win the Super Bowl, I'm probably crying. Right? I'm I'm not, I'm not too big to admit it. I'm probably going to sit here and weep like a fat man with a skin knee. Right? This is what it is. I'm a bit I'm a bit chubby. It's, it's okay though. I, I will be. I'll be that guy. The Bengals. The Bengals are a good team. They. They are a team that I believe can pose us a challenge. You know, the Chiefs may have overlooked them last year. I don't think the Bills will do it this year. Uh, being honest, I think that they are a, a very, very good team. I, I'm I'm more worried about them than I am the the Ravens. The Ravens, to me, meh. Like I'm not I'm not concerned about the Ravens. Titans, whatever. I'm not scared of the Titans either. Like, bring on whoever. Is there no audio? Can you guys hear me? Let me double check because uh, your volume might be down, bro. You guys are make me pull this up on my own YouTube. Let's see. There we go. Can I hear myself? Yep. No, my audio is good, bro. Yeah, everybody hears me. It's you. It's not me. Uh, check check your audio settings. All right. 
so yeah, the Bengals, the Bengals are a team that I believe is going to be a challenge. But you know what? Challenge accepted. Bring them on. Um, we all know the elephant in the room is the Chiefs for us. But if you look at the the schedules of the rest of the AFC East teams, like let me see if I can't pull up individual team schedules. Team schedules. Here we go. Go to the Dolphins schedule. We'll see who they play. No, I don't want to subscribe to the Miami Dolphins team page. So they see the Chargers next week. That's a tough game. Because if the Chargers beat them, the Chargers can leap up into the playoffs. Depending on whatever what else ever happens. Then they play us again. Uh, no. Yes, okay. So they play the Chargers next, and they play us again week 15. I don't know why I said no. Then they play the Packers, the Patriots, and the Jets. Okay, so the Jets already beat them uh, 40 to 17, and the Jets' defense is for real. That's going to be a tough one for them. The Patriots, I don't think they're going to beat the Patriots as bad as they did last time, but I think they'll beat the Patriots and they'll sweep them. Uh, the Packers are a weird team. Like, they, they've beaten some teams that they shouldn't have, and then they've lost some teams that they shouldn't have. Uh, that one is... In Miami, so I'll, I'll, get, I'll take the Dolphins over them. But I got them losing at the Chargers, losing at Buffalo, winning against Green Bay, beating the Patriots. Oh, at, at New England. That's a toughie. Okay. And then the, the Jets go down there. I see the Dolphins going one, two, LL, win, loss. I see the Dolphins losing at least three of the next five games. They lose to the Chargers. They lose to the Bills. They beat the Packers. They lose to the Jets. The Patriots game is the one that's really going to be tough for the, the Dolphins. That Patriots game is going to be be one of those de- deciding games. Okay, so let's look at the Patriots' rest of the schedule. See how they fare. They play... The Cardinals, they're going to win that game. I'm sorry, Arizona. I don't see you guys doing anything against that Patriots defense. They're too smart. Calamari is not going to be it. They play the Raiders. At the Patriots winning that game. The Bengals, I see them losing to the Bengals. The Dolphins, I see them. Ugh, that's up in the air. And I see them losing to us. So they're going to go. They're going to win two, lose one. This one, I don't know. I'm not touching it. And then lose one. So. They're going to lose at least two of the next five. So if they win, they win two of the next five. That puts them at eight wins. And that Dolphins game is going to be tough. The Dolphins game for the for the Patriots is going to be one of those games where it could decide playoff implications or it could just be too far out. Let's see. Do you believe we can win out? Yes, I do. I believe we can win out. I don't think it's that hard. I think that the one hard spot is going to be the Bengals. Uh, that's that's just me. Don't, don't take it as me overlooking the other teams and saying that, and then we lose all the games. It's my fault. I don't have to not overlook teams. I can do it all I want. Like I said earlier, the Bills have to keep their head on. That's what it is. Can they win them all? Yes. Will they? We have yet to see. But I believe in them. I believe in them. So let's go. Do we have to win out? Chiefs have a cakewalk 
other than Chargers. They've already played the Chargers twice. Pretty sure, yeah, they, they already beat the Chargers twice, so that's a wrap for them. And usually the Raiders play them, play them pretty pretty well, but, you know, this is what it is. And this guy's saying Ismael Valentin, yes. Hey, I, I can see us winning out. Then we have the Jets schedule. Let's see what they're doing. Jets are currently seven and five. Let's see what they do at the end. The record has nothing to do with any of this. This is just me looking at it. No, I'm not looking. I'm not trying to subscribe to their page to help them. Okay, so they play us. That's a loss. They play the Lions. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I got to win into the, I got to beat the Lions. That's going to be a close one. That's like when we played the Lions. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay. That's in, in New York, too, or New Jersey, excuse me. The, the Jaguars go to New Jersey, too. That's a win. So loss, win, win. At the Seahawks, loss. So loss, win, win, loss. At the Dolphins, win. So they're going to win three of the next games. They'll be a 10-win team, I believe. 10 wins for the Jets. So I have the Jets winning 10. I got the Bills winning 14. Got the Patriots winning 8 or 9. And the Dolphins winning... Let me go back to the Dolphins real quick. I had them. Yeah, I don't remember. Jets 10 wins. Patriots 9, 8 or 9. And the Dolphins. Yeah, look at this again. Uh, loss, loss, win, loss. So they win one or two more. So they'll be a 9 or a 10 win team. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. So the Patriots will be 9 or 8 wins. The, Dolphin, the Dolphins will be 9 or 10 wins, depending on how their game goes. I don't want to call that game. And then the Jets I have winning 10. So there we go. Status of the AFC East in my eyes and, how, and my predictions for how they're going to do. That Jets defense is... This championship caliber, that, that is a good defense. Going forward, the Jets are going to be the team in this division after this year to really be the one that, that challenges the Bills. Uh, I don't see the Patriots doing much. There's rumors about Tom Brady coming back to the Patriots. There's, there's all kind of crazy rumors. There's always rumors swirling around Bill Belichick and how he does things and how he operates and what he wants to do. Uh, the, the Jets, though, seem to be on a steady course. Um, they, they do have to replace Zach Wilson because I don't think he's ever going to play for them again. And if I'm him, I wouldn't. And if I'm them, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him. You know, he's he might have to go somewhere else and do the Geno Smith routine and learn as he goes through his NFL career as a backup and maybe get on somewhere else. I don't. I don't think that the. I don't think that the uh, the Jets see him in their future anymore. See, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and look at the freaking uh, Chiefs schedule. There's no biggie. The Chiefs pulling them up now. So they just lost to the Bengals, 24-27. They have the Broncos. They're going to win that game. If they don't, I'm going to laugh. The Texans, oh, my God. The Seahawks is a game that they could lose. The Seahawks could beat them. The Seahawks are, are built in a way that, that that could and should beat them. They have a solid a solid defense, good secondary. Uh Linebackers have been playing pretty well. Defensive line has been playing pretty well. Uh, the O-line's protected Geno Smith, and Geno Smith has projected the ball 
And that's what, really one way you can beat them is by running the ball, protecting the ball, and making accurate passes. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, in my opinion. I don't know if that counts if you weren't injured, but he also wasn't a starter for all those years, and now he is, and he's been doing his thing. They play the Broncos twice. God, and then the Raiders. Man, oh, man. Yeah, they do have a kind of a cakewalk. But I think they could lose one more game, and I think that is the Seahawks game that would give them trouble. Uh, just like the Bengals with us. Like the way I see the Bengals game against the Bills, I see the Seahawks game against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are are, are probably going to win out. Just like the Bills are probably going to win out. And there's one or two hiccup games in there that could really throw a wrench in the plans of either team. But if we all if we both went out, we take the lead in the conference, and that's it. So I think that the Bills are, are in a good spot. Uh, man, oh man, go ahead and ask some more questions, man. I'm down. Like this has been a good show. We got to sit here and watch two teams that we needed to win to put us in first place in the AFC. They both do it. We're in first place in the AFC, and everybody's pumped. Why wouldn't you be? Where would you rather be than right here, right now, baby? Let's go. Freaking Bills doing their damn thing. Man, oh, man. We are in the driver's seat now, right exactly where we want to be. Josh Allen's elbow clearly getting healthier, being able to make more throws than he has in the past few uh, months. Just wow. Like, where where would you want to be? Who, who would you rather be a fan of right now? I say nobody. The only team out there that really gives me pause at all is the Eagles. And I've seen them get manhandled once this year, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think that we can beat them. They, I think they can also beat us. But I tell you what, these Bills are not playing games. They were not. We're not here to lose. And Bills fans, time to get pumped. It's time to get pumped. It's time to be happy. These team, this team is doing well. Uh, you know, some people are complaining that we only beat the Patriots twenty-four to ten. It's like, dude, they're not all going to be blowouts. They're not all going to be you know, perfect performances from everybody. You know, every now and then you can have a stinker. And that's not even a stinker. We won that game. People are like, we didn't win by enough. Like, I get it. Because Josh said that. We should we should have scored more points. Like, I know, but still. Like, the, the important part is you won the game. When you go out there and you have your worst day, you still win. It's beautiful. Like, when we played the Packers, we had, like, our worst game to that point. You know. And we still won. Dolphins game was pretty rough, but there were circumstances. You know, it is what it is. But guys, this is this is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy, especially now that is there still a concern with the run game? This is what I was gonna talk about next. No, no, there isn't. James Cook is 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 doing his damn thing. James Cook is out there performing for these Bills. He's killing it, and and I, and I love it. Uh, let me go ahead and look up his stats real quick, if I if I may. Go to the Buffalo Bills webpage. Be sure, highlight that, and then go to team stats. Look at James Cook's overall stats. I got pro football reference open. What am I doing? James Cook, running back. James Cook has 60 carries for 323 yards, 5.4 yards per carry in the touchdown. That's just his rushing numbers. Then you look at his receiving numbers. It's receiving 151 yards, 
on 15 catches at 10.1 per catch. His longest is 41, and he has a touch. He has a first touchdowns. Uh, gets TD. No, that's yeah. Doesn't have any receiving TDs. He does have a rushing TD. So, in the limited snaps that James Cook has gotten, he's averaging 5.4 yards per carry. You're going to see him more and more as the season winds down, and as we move forward. And he's running up the middle. Like people were like, James Cook's not a, not an up the gut kind of guy. He's proving that wrong. Some of his biggest runs have been up the gut. James Cook is going to be nice. 31 to 10 if no penalty on Diggs touched. Yes. But, I mean, that penalty was necessary because if if Sweeney doesn't hold Jude on, he blows Josh up. And, you know, not to, not to say that it would have hurt Josh or injured him, but you never know. You don't, you don't want to find out. You just don't want to find that out. You want, you want Josh to be as healthy as possible. So, big ups on Sweeney for, for holding because you, you don't want to get your quarterback hurt. Uh, at the same time, the, the initial block should have been better. But, again, that's Matthew Judon, and he leads the league in sacks, if I am correct. Let me go to the stats real quick because that's another, another AFC East thing right here. Stats. Player stats, rushing, receiving, fumbles, tackles, interceptions, legal tackles here. Solo sacks. Boom. 13 sacks, Matt Judon. Number two is Micah Parsons with 12. Nick Bosa with 11 and a half. Max Crosby with 10 and a half. Brian Burns with 10. Now, he has the most sacks in the NFL, does Matthew Judon. However, Matthew Judon's, he didn't have any sacks against us. So, there's that. He could have had Sweeney not held him. Do you think they should use Hines more? In the run game, no. In the receiving game, yes. And he's doing just fine on special teams. I think that for what he's getting and what he's doing for us, it's a, it's a good investment. He hasn't fumbled any um, returns, punting or kicking. He does do both, which is very important. Uh, he also had a nice catch this last game uh, on that, you know, shot put pass that Josh Allen did to him. And he took it for, what, 15, 20 yards? So, yeah, I, th I think that he can see a, a more advanced role in the passing game. You might see him out in the slot or on the outside in some plays when we're running, you know, I guess technically, you know, no tight end, no receiver, or no tight end, no running back. He'd technically be a running back, but he'd be outside. And you could also, you know, run him on swing passes, and you can, he can do some of that McKenzie stuff that McKenzie does with end arounds and screens. So I think that that Hines will find a role in a niche on his team. He just got here so late that it's hard to find him one on purpose. You just kind of have to, he's going to have to find it himself. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I think Naeem Hines is a good acquisition and that his role on special teams, eliminating fumbles, Gaining yards, putting the Bills in good field position has been a very, very nice breath of fresh air on this team because we were always talking about who's it going to be. Is it going to be Stevenson returning balls? Is it going to be McKenzie returning balls? Is it going to be, you know, Micah Hyde was was an option earlier in the season before he got hurt? Like, there was like, who is going to be our return man? Uh, Jameson Crowder was our return man for a while. He got hurt. Like, Naeem Himes is the guy who can take that role and we can keep everybody else from doing something that's going to get them hurt. I like I like the acquisition. I think that he's going to be just fine for us. A win and a good one, absolutely. And then with the rest of them, good losses. Take the L's, boys. Just throw them out there like the Mayweather meme. Take it. Take that L.
Hold it. It's yours. Just like the Bills earned their losses. We, we gave away those games because if you, if you if everybody here wants to be honest, you want to be totally honest, the Bills shouldn't have lost a single game this year yet. We should have beat the Dolphins. We should have beat the Jets. We should have beat the Vikings. But we didn't. We found ways to lose. The Bills need to overcome that, and they have the last couple weeks. They could have lost to the, to the Lions. They found a way to win. The Bills, now nah, we, we weren't going to lose to the Patriots. We could have found a way to lose, but it wasn't going to happen. Like the, the Patriots just don't have the offensive firepower to do anything about it. We if, we if we put 13 points up, we still win that game. So, yeah, cut our points in half, and we still win. It is what it is. Uh, I'm just very happy that the Bills did what they did. Uh, you know, they, they picked up Nyan Himes to, to supplement the the um, kick game. They picked up um, Xavier Rhodes, who played well. And now you have a rotation there with Trey White, Rhodes, and Dane Jackson. I know we all fell off on Dane Jackson, but if you look at the competition he was playing against, he was playing Amari Cooper, Ross St. Brown. I'm going to go ahead and look at the schedule here so I can remember all the receivers' names that he played. But he played a lot of receivers that were, you know, Top 10, top 15 talents. And he's a good corner. He's just not a great corner. He's not. So let me go ahead. Lions game. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Against the, the Patriots. Who's their number one receiver? I don't freaking know. Devontae Parker, maybe? There's a bunch of bums over there. The, the Browns. Amari Cooper. The Vikings. Justin Jefferson. Like, probably the best receiver in the league. The Jets. Uh, he, You know, it was um, Garrett Wilson and more. Granted, they, they didn't really do a lot through the air against us. It was mostly their run game, but you, you get the idea. You get the 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 concept of what's going on here. Like he, he's played three teams with very very good to elite wide receivers in Minnesota, Cleveland, and Detroit, and he got burnt a lot. So Dane Jackson being in that rotation, I don't have a problem with it. You see him late in the game when our other guys are tired, and so are the receivers. He goes in there fresh legs. I think Dane Jackson can hold his own against a tired, you know, uh, Amari Cooper or a tired. Justin Jefferson is he doing is he doing it while he's tired too? Absolutely not. Is he doing it while you know they're fresh and he's not and he's fresh? No, he's just he's not that good. He's good, but he's not elite. He's not very very good. He's he's a very he's he's a good corner. Is it? He's good. He's he's good in coverage, but he's not fast. He's slow. We got smoke back. Also, look smoke. Um, smoke will probably find his legs here soon. Uh, it's going to be some time. Uh, they're going to have to figure out who they're going to cut to bring him to the active roster, though, because he was activated for this last game, but we didn't have a smoke sighting. And maybe it's because the offense has some wrinkles that he was not familiar with after he has gone for a year. But this time, we'll see. Uh, I do like smoke. He brings speed to this team, and he has sure hands. He doesn't drop a lot of balls. So, you know, with with the guys this year, like, like um, freaking – Diggs has had some drops, and and Gabe Davis with seventy percent drops, dropping more balls in puberty. It's rough, man. It's, it's it's tough out there. He's just gotta, you know. Man, Gregory says he was playing. I didn't I didn't see him. He didn't have a catch, so I didn't, I didn't notice. Maybe he was blocking, or or playing the um the decoy role, but I, I didn't see him. And maybe it's just because again he's just not fully engulfed in the offense. The the, the nuances that have been changed with. Uh, Dable leaving, and uh, I'm forgetting our offensive coordinator's name. Wow. Uh, our new offensive coordinator, you know, there, there are changes. Did Von Miller have surgery? No, he did not. If he did, it would probably be season ending. I think he's just, you know, going through physical therapy and taking his time. 
especially now because he said he was going to wait seven days, you know, till after the game, seven to ten days, and then figure out where he's going to go from there. And the team was like, nope, you're going to wait four weeks. So I think that's smart by the Bills. We may lose a game. We may not get the number one seed overall because of it. I doubt that because uh, the only team, again, that really scares me like that is the Chiefs, but is what it is. No catch. He was in a few plays. I mean, and that's that's smart. Work him in slowly, like they do with everybody. I mean, one thing that 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 really uh, irritated our, my man Dave is how good Khalil Shakir is on slants, and he had that one catch on a slant for ten yards, and that was it. That's all they did with him. And it was like he was like, dude, like we got this guy who was a monster at these slants. Like he, the route he ran and, and the way he got past the guy was just crazy. It's just crazy how we haven't used Khalil Shakir more than, than we have, and he's outstanding at these slants. Like, put him in there more. And I'm like, all right, man, relax, you know. McKenzie went off this game. You know, I, usually I'd say put Shakir in there over McKenzie, but when McKenzie goes off like this, which he did again, because last year he went off on him for like 10 catches on 11 targets for like 127 yards and a touchdown. Like, he went off on him again. He scored no touchdown on the Patriots. Like, McKenzie is the Patriot killer. But Shakir has got some tools in the belt that we may see going down. Is there a chance to get to the Super Bowl? Absolutely there is. You know, there are lots of teams that have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. We could lose and the Bengals could get there again. We could lose and the Chiefs could get there again. I mean, somehow the Titans could get there. They could. It could, it could happen. But I think the Bills have the best chance to get to the Super Bowl. So that's where I'm at with that. I think that the Bills – Chances at getting the Super Bowl are greater than the rest of the teams because of the way this team has overcome their adversary in the middle of the season like they did last year. And now they have the tools to go up against the Patrick Mahomes. You have Xavier Rhodes. You have Trey White, uh, Poyer out there taking a high roll, and Hamlin taking that Poyer roll. You have Milano and Edmonds both healthy again. You have the interior defensive linemen to bring pressure, not just from the outside with the defensive tack, defensive ends in Von Miller, Groot, Epinesa, Shaq, and, and Basham, but you also have Daquan Jones in there stuff in the middle like Starlet Lillet was supposed to be. But, he, you know, as Starlet Lillet went on, he got worse and worse at it, which is fine. You know, he, he got old. It's okay. But people were complaining about it. And now, you know, at the end there, I was like, yeah, he's starting to trail off. They got rid of him. They ate that cap hit to get rid of him. It was like $11 million. It was a big cap hit. Buffalo Bills, I mean, yes, of course. Say, what up is my man Peter DiBiase, also a member of the uh, built-in Buffalo family. His shows are on Wednesdays. Check my man out. Peter DiBiase, another good show. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. And the number one seed, you are damn right. The Bills are the number one seed in the AFC. And if they win out, they keep that. And even if they lose one game, as long as the Chiefs lose one, we still we still take the number one overall. Um, Let's say we lose to the Bengals, right? And the Bengals win the rest of their games. We lose to the Bengals. The Chiefs lose to the uh, the Seahawks, like I said they could, right? It's a weird situation, right? But that means that the Bengals would have beat the Bills. The Bills would have beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs would have – no, the Bengals would take that. Oh, no, they wouldn't because because it's a three-way tie, because this happened before with the Tyrod Taylor uh, season when we went to playoffs. The Bills had lost to both teams, but because of conference record, it took the tiebreaker with a three-way tie. Three-way tie doesn't go to head-to-head. It goes to conference. So, yeah, let's say we all end up the same record, 13-4. Uh, things are a little interesting. So, 
Let's go Bills and just win out. Let's not leave it to any tiebreakers or anything like that. Let's just go get it and finish this season. Everybody, it has been my pleasure to finish those two games, the Dolphins and the Niners. It's been my pleasure to finish the Chiefs and the Bengals. It's been my pleasure to enjoy this show with you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Red Zone Report on Sunday. This is my second one technically for this week of football because I did one after the Bills game for a very short time. I cut it short because I know everybody's got to go to work on Friday. But today, Sunday, 7 p.m., perfect time for everybody. Everybody can come here, enjoy the show, ask their questions, and I can do my best to answer them, look up whatever stats you guys want, and give just where I think that we're going as a team. The Bills are an excellent team. They may have a, a dud of a game every now and then, but who doesn't? Let's go, Buffalo Bills. You guys are on it. And uh, you know what? I'm going to play it again. I'm not going to sing it this time because last time my voice sucked. But you know who's winning this weekend? The freaking Bills are winning this weekend. Bills win this weekend. Here we go. I'm going to play it again, baby. Lip syncing, baby. And that concludes my show, everybody. Have a great Sunday. Let's go, Bill.